Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for January 24th through the 30th of 2021. So our week kicks off on Tuesday, the 26th, with Sun squaring Uranus. As with any Uranus activation, this one disrupts the normal flow in order to facilitate a break to realign moment. While sometimes disruptive and challenging, the ultimate result is refreshing in some way. Consider the energy that thickens, gathering for a severe thunderstorm, then releasing buckets of rain for hours. You sleep deeply and awaken to a bright sunny morning with birds chirping unusually loud outside your window. Got the visual? This activation is the necessary challenge that gets your attention that something better is available if you're willing to improvise and think on your feet. If you've been unusually restricted in some way, you may feel restless. Rather than being reactive to the unexpected shift within or without, it's best to take a pause for the cause, step back, and try to gain some perspective. Remember to be present. Too far in the past can be depressing and too far in the future, and you cause yourself unnecessary anxiety. Breathe and be under the sky. Invite clarity about the next step and trust your gut. This energy, while sometimes uncomfortable and often sudden, is very necessary to disrupt any illusion delusions you may be holding on to. It's time to express yourself in new ways so the old ways naturally stop working in order to get your attention. So, deep breath. The square is a test to grow out of comfort zone into new territory. The sun makes it personal. Uranus makes it collective. So we are being shaken to our very cores by the collective shifts that are going on. But that doesn't make them wrong. It means that we have to grow with it and make some new choices and adapt and adjust to the energies that we're immersed in right now. So this one is actually about liberation, but, you know, a storm can be unsettling and some storms frighten animals and children and grown folks alike. You know, some people just don't like thunder and lightning. But when it's clearing the energy and opening up a field, an electromagnetic field that we can function better, and in this case with the sun, express ourselves better and more authentically. So it's a good one to co-create with, let's just say. And on that same day, I have my full moon call with Shanta Gabriel. She has her compassionate wisdom circle. So you can link to that in my blog. It's only $26 for the month and you'll get new moon and full moon guidance. So she's really good, y'all. Join us on Tuesday if you can. Then our next activations happen on the 28th along with the full moon. So this is a very busy energetic day, Thursday the 28th. First, Venus is going to conjunct Pluto. That's huge. That's a complete and utter transformation of your values and priorities where love and finances are concerned. So we're all getting a rebirth in that department and an upgrade. So this is an initiation. So they amplify each other's energy when they get together like this. And it's an energy that supports a brand new beginning in your personal life. So let's claim it. Here's another personal to collective. Because the collective has completely changed, we need to readjust our priorities so that we can function well. Some aspect of your values and priorities have shifted or run their natural course. And this is a time to move in a completely new direction, even if it only feels like you're moving to your own next level with finances, relationships, or love. Pluto adds intensity to the mix, for better or worse, but also grants us rare access to profound levels of connection within. This is your soul level when Pluto's engaged and with those that you're in alignment with on a soul level, right? This is the ultimate support for the power of love to transform all. 
Because your values and priorities are changing, relationships must also undergo a similar adjustment. When you change, everyone around you changes or goes away. Beware of value differences that can cause power struggles, which are not productive. That's often just the ego distracting you from an opportunity to release some dead weight and move into the new with more ease and grace. Try to create circumstances that are win-win and mutually beneficial for all involved. This will allow the relationship to evolve rather than devolve or revolve back into the new cycle and thus repeating a negative pattern, okay? So we wanna evolve and rise above things. We don't wanna devolve and go down. We don't wanna revolve and go in circles and just bring the same stuff into the new cycle and repeat it. We don't wanna do that. We wanna rise. So that's what Pluto allows us to rise in a clean, purified way. And it's a new beginning. It's an initiation in your values and priorities, but also your relationships and finances. So we can claim that. On the 28th, same day, Sun conjunct Jupiter. This is a big one. And they get together once a year, but Jupiter only spends one year in a sign. So this year, it's Aquarius, meaning the last time they were able to do this was 12 years ago, which would put us around 2009-ish. So maybe you can remember the last time that Jupiter was in Aquarius and how that affected you during that year, because that was a big year. Jupiter... Neptune and Chiron were all in Aquarius and I did a call on it and everything. It was the healing trinity is what I called it. And we all got huge downloads that year that pushed us to renew and start really fresh because then Jupiter went through Pisces super fast and landed in Aries by 2010. And it was a new day for everybody. So once a year, these two link up and expand your life and consciousness. It's time to infuse your personal story with a new level of individual truth. You have learned and experienced a lot in one year, and now you are supported to integrate and apply all that you've discovered. And let's not even discuss that that one year was 2020. This energy expands your sense of self and inspires you to new heights within. It indicates that it is time to go to the next level and gives you the optimism and faith that you need to try new things and or learn something new. The highest expression of this energy is a fiery passion to be the best. The lowest expression is arrogance and self-righteousness. This is a powerful pair of energies joining forces. So watch for opportunities to grow and expand your consciousness as well as your circumstances through your own efforts and expertise. Because sun means it's all about you. Jupiter is what you believe to be true or possible for yourself. And this conjunction is an initiation new beginning of a one-year process to awaken and stimulate and liberate and lighten up in your Aquarius department. This is where we're all expanding our consciousness and starting a new beginning. With that in mind, it means that the Leo time of year is going to be integration time. And this Leo full moon is a completion from our Leo new moon six months ago. So think about your Leo to Aquarius time, which is August to February, right where we are. And then February to August. These are my Leo Aquarius babies or Leo Aquarius rising babies. So same day, we have our Leo full moon, which often illuminates the discrepancies between who you are, who you think you are, and who you are perceived to be. It shines a light on any self-love, self-value issues and shows where you have been operating from the outside in when inside out would be more effective. It may also expose where your ego has gone unchecked and or where your inner child has been neglected and is now cranky. Play is an integral part 
of being human and something many have forgotten how to do on the most basic levels because of the system we were born into. But we must practice integrating joy and play into our daily lives. Look, y'all, I'm going to pause for a PSA right here, especially on a Leo full moon, Connect, reconnecting to your joy. For all the death and destruction and doom and gloom that we take in on a daily basis, you must think to counterbalance it with equal amounts of positivity, joy, love, light, and truth. Okay, I'm just saying, it's going to be extremes and imbalanced if you don't. It is more fun and interesting to use the full moon energies to play with a variety of creative ideas and or possible roles of who you are evolving into or would like to over the next six to 12 months, as well as your place of service within any chosen community. In what capacity can you shine and share your light going forward? This Leo full moon can really help to release negative patterns as well as your old self or old desires of the heart so that a new evolved version of you can be birthed to bless the world. It's time to do what you love and love what you do. It's time to release anything that doesn't truly express your authentic self so that the real you can shine brighter. Deep breath. So that's the release work. We're clearing anything that's no longer authentic to us as individuals. Which two days later, January 30th, Mercury retrogrades in Aquarius. So this, of course, is very related to my Leo Aquarius and Taurus Scorpio babies. Feeling it the most. It's doing its review in your Aquarius department, which you already know 2021 is really packed in the Aquarius department. of Lots of energy and power and substance and traction to be gained. So let's really dig in and find that place in our chart and give it some love. This year, Mercury retrogrades in Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. This is 2021. Of those, the Aquarius and Libra are going to be the most active and intense. But obviously, if you have Gemini activated, it will be intense either way. This month, we need to consider our place in the family, community, and world. With the full moon illuminating who we are not anymore, Mercury will rewire our thinking about what community really is and what role you want to play going forward. Needless to say, 2020 rearranged alliances on many levels. This year's Mercury retrogrades are going to be vital to clearing the cachet, as it were, of 2020, just so we can think in new ways going forward. It is time to realign your head and heart connection and detach from the heated reactionary emotions so that you can be more objective about your own situation as well as the world's. I put a little asterisk here for cachet, which I, I'm equating with all the little non-essential bits of information we pick up from multiple dimensions, mind you, that causes our systems to slow down and be glitchy. It must be cleared periodically so our brains can function optimally again, okay? In this way, our brains do function very much like a computer, but it is not a computer. But we do have to clear the cachet every now and then to make it move clean and fast and smoothly. The other thing I want to mention here is that this go-round in Aquarius, three of the four retrograde activations are initiations with one square challenge to grow. So we are taking our time doing a review and recalibrating things so that we can initiate a clean slate with Sun and Venus, making it very personal and tied to your purpose, your values, and your priorities, which are all ready for a clean new beginning. It's going to initiate with Jupiter, which expands all that 
and brings in the consciousness piece. So we're learning something with this retrograde that is going to be part of the foundation of our belief system going forward. You are initiating new conscious awareness, so other aspects of your life and being are going to have to adjust. Speaking of adjustments, the one square that, that Mercury will repeat and hit three times over is Mars. So we are definitely rethinking our actions and choices because who we are and what we want as individuals has shifted in a huge way post Mars retrograde in Aries, okay? So what this means is Mars' first little trek into Taurus has awakened a whole lot of different things that we could only digest, assimilate, and deal with after it did its work lingering in our Aries department. Does that make sense? So because we've shifted in who we are and what we want on a fundamental level and awakened to this new need for independence and freedom from oppressive constraints, now in Taurus, what are we going to build and beautify and bring to life and nurture and sustain? What's sustainable? Okay, it's deep. And so this square between our thinking and our ideas and then our actions and choices means we got to do a little recalibration there where we might have to think differently or we might have to make some different kind of choices. As always, use the Mercury retrograde for what it's good for, which is mental downtime. It is a chance to review the last quarter to see if you're on track with your ideas, thoughts and concepts. It is a chance to do a check in with yourself. And so I often recommend divinations and communing with your angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides because they are tremendously available during that time. If nothing else, use the three to four times per year that Mercury does this to take a technology break, less screen time and more time in nature or in silence, even better. All Mercury retrogrades help us reset our own individual thinking and clear the filters so we can be more effective. So they're really great to co-create with. And that's our week. Happy full moon. Happy Mercury retrograde. Take your time. Check things twice. Follow up. Follow through. Finish and fix things. That's what Mercury retrograde is best for. And so we're going to start a three-week process of that. And basically with Mercury retrograde, you always want to think three weeks before, three weeks during, three weeks after. So it's a nine-week process all together. And reach out if you need to. Have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.